It's the Not So Bon Voyage podcast, episode 17. On today's episode, we talk about scorpions on a plane, foreign credit card scams, headbutting flight attendants, and breaking into Machu Picchu. Grab your boarding pass and let's go. And then the train got lost. How does the train get lost when it's on rails? I just want to get out there in the wild. Well, it was in the itinerary. I mean, adventure, it's calling. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been excellent. G'day, G'day mateys. Hi there from... Vancouver. Vancouver. I was going to say from the ship, but we're not on a ship. No, we're in a house. We're in a house. We're in Vancouver. We've made it here. If you listened to last week's episode, this is episode 17. Is it's it? It's the next one. I thought it was 18. No, it's 17. Oh, and well, we're there you go. chugging along. We're in Vancouver. We are housebound at the moment because our van won't start. That's right. So we have been living vanless. Yeah, we're v- we went from van life to vanless. But that's okay because we do have a house because we are house sitting up here. We do. We have a beautiful house and it's snowed here. We've got a hot tub. So things aren't too bad. Things are pretty good. I'm a little concerned about the van, about getting it started. And I'm also wondering how it's going to go in Edmonton when it is regularly below freezing. It'll be fine. We'll work it out. It'll be fine. That'll be for us to work out. Don't you guys worry about it because we've got another great episode coming up of Not So Bon Voyage where we talk about all the things, all the shit that goes wrong on the road. Yeah, and we'll probably have some good stories if our van breaks down anyway, so... We're going to have to make something up. (laughs) Well, we won't make it up. It'll probably happen. Oh, no, I mean, we're going to have to make our travels up. Something's going to have to happen. Oh, something's definitely We have to get to Edmonton by mid-February. Yes, we do. One way or another, we're going to get there. We'll do it. We'll do it. We'll be fine. Don't you worry about us, guys. You just worry about sitting back for the next... Well, actually, we've got no idea how long this will run. 40 minutes? 45 minutes? 47 minutes. 47 minutes, 50. Sit back, relax, forget about all your worries of the week, and transfer those worries into somebody else, like the people in our stories. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Hopefully, we're getting this out on a Monday. Maybe you're listening on a Monday morning on your commute to work, and maybe you're not excited about work. Maybe you're thinking... Why me? FML. FML. Mondays, am I right? Am I right? And then you hear the stories from the Not So Bon Voyage podcast about people having a much worse day than you, and you think, you know what? Mondays ain't too bad. That's true. So that's our hope. Yeah, my stories are definitely about people having not good days. Let's jump into it then. Okay, let's do it. I guess I'll start off with my In the News I don't know if you've heard this. It's very recent. Um, it's from last Saturday night. Ooh, Five... Saturday night. That's when all the Saturday that's when night. all the exciting things happen. Yeah, well, this is pretty exciting. Uh, five tourists decided to break into Machu Picchu illegally in the night and spend the night at the beautiful archaeological site. That sounds like a great idea. It just sounds like a great idea. That sounds something similar to what a young Christine might have done in Guatemala with a different set of ruins. It may sound like that. So I'm going to tell you about this in the news and then I'll share my oh, uh, experience okay. and how they as, differ. As long as I wasn't, uh, you know, you were trying to get yourself off the hook there. I definitely wasn't. I knew that you were going to bring that up. You so bad, I prepared bad myself. Traveler. I prepared my defense of why I'm not as Your bad Honor, as these people. In my defense. I've prepared my defense. I will be defending myself. I will I'm, be the prosecution okay. as well as the fellow voyagers. 
we will deem you guilty or not guilty of a travel sin. Okay, I will be representing myself, and this is my case. So, first, these five tourists broke into Machu Picchu. I don't think you need to break in. I think you can pretty much just walk in. But they entered illegally. Did they go in and stay in past the hours, or did they actually go in? I believe they they went in after hours, I believe. I think they do a pretty clean sweep after it closes. So I think they came in after hours. They spent the night there. They were in the Temple of the Sun. I was going to say the Temple of the Sun. Is that where you would hang out if you were well, after it's hours? The one that, it's the one that comes to mind the most. Honestly, I was like, what were they doing? Hanging out at the Temple of the Sun and you beat me to it. I wish you had said that. That would have been hilarious. Now I don't believe that that's what you're thinking. <laughs> but I actually don't even barely remember anything about Machu Picchu. I remember it's beautiful, but I don't remember like the specific names of anything. Well, I just know that temp- the sun was important. So so they always had a temple for it. So they always got a temple. They for always the sun. got a temple for it. So they were causing a bit of a ruckus, and a piece of the stone wall fell about twenty feet and cracked the floor Ooh, on the temple of the sun. Okay. So nah, not good yeah, move yeah. here. They so basically these uh, people who worked there found the broken floor and uh, you know shit like that they also found shit oh okay (laughs) human fecal matter was found at the site disgusting So these people came in temple of the shit caused a ruckus and they shat at the temple which is terrible yeah i mean i guess they they weren't it wasn't part of their objective to come and sneak in and take a shit on machu picchu we don't know what their objective was i'm assuming they probably got there and go i need to do a poo and they didn't bring a poo bag like chris waddell Yes, exactly. They should well, have he had a vomit a- bag. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's right. Yeah, um, that's from a previous episode. If you don't know what we're talking about, go back to the previous episode, which was episode number. We'll find it. Don't worry. You keep going. I actually will be able to find it really easily. Christopher Waddell twelve had episode boom, twelve. Bam, bada he bing, had bada a boom. terrible travel day at Machu Picchu. Anyway, yeah, check that it out. It involves a duty-free bag full of vomit. That's all we'll say for now. Go back, listen to episode 12. So these people were found uh, just before 6 a.m. in Machu Picchu illegally by the staff at the park. So it was four guys, two women. They were from Argentina, Chile, Brazil, and France. Mm. Now, five of them... What have we said about those Argentinian, Chilean travelers? Yeah. They shit were they ma- everywhere. Were they making <laughs> jewelry? They they found little paper beads all around Machu Picchu. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so the interesting thing is that five of the tourists have been deported to Bolivia, but for some reason, one of the Argentinians, this 28-year-old dude, is still in Peru, and he's facing charges of committing a crime against cultural heritage. Taking his shit. Yeah, so that's a pretty intense. I don't know if they found it. It was his... Fecal matter. They, do a DNA? they might have done a DNA test. I don't know. A fecal test. If they might have done a fecal test, they, but he's the one who's getting the shit for it, basically. Oh, the government's being very fecal. They're being very fecal. So <laughs> this, that was their story. Luck. It seems like the other ones, like the five that have been deported, are pretty much are, are getting off scot free. Scot free. Scotch free. Scot free. Scot free. Yeah. Scotch. Scotch tape? Scotch tape. I don't know, but they're getting off free. They're like, I'm out of the country and I'm out of the problem. Peace. Um, Okay, so that was their story. So my story is that when I was backpacking in Central America, I was with, I think, three other travelers, and we had plans to visit Tikal, which is an ancient ruins in Guatemala. Mayan ruins? Not to be mistaken with the Incan ruins of Machu Picchu. Yes, 
totally different, different culture, culture. Different continent. Well, no, different, different region. 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 Yes. So we were going to Tikal and we had heard. So this is oh, this was almost 10 years ago, you guys. So this was a while ago. I was like 22. This is a long time ago. So we had heard that you could bribe the guards to get in to get into Tikal at night when it was closed. So we rocked up at sunset and we're like, hey, guard, what? Hey, like we heard maybe you could camp inside. Do you like money? <laughs> we have it. We have it and we will pay you. <laughs> and to our uh, surprise and good luck, they let us in and we bribed them, obviously. I, those guards probably don't work there anymore. I don't want to get anybody in trouble for this. This was a long time ago. So basically, they took us in after sunset. Uh, we were running through the forest by flashlight. I It was crazy. We were just running, trying not to trip over branches. I don't know what animals were out there. The hell of monkeys that sound like dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden, we end up at this clearing, and I look up, and there are more stars than I've ever seen in my entire life. It was stunning. Was the light particularly bright? During that experience, uh, was the light bright? Was it yeah. a light bright? I don't yeah. know. Was the light? Were the lights bright? Were any of the stars moving? Uh, no, they no. were not. <laughs> <laughs> they were pretty much staying still. Well, okay. they were always they were twinkling. They were twinkling. We'll say that. Um, so we basically spent the whole night running around these temples. We had the whole place to ourselves. We were a, a couple of the temples were under construction, so we were climbing up the scaffolding with flashlights in our mouths. Thank God nobody fell because that would have been a disaster. You would have been in the news story. I, it literally would have been in would have been tourists break into to call after hours, fall to their death, and nobody would have cared. Wow, um, probably okay. that's probably how it would have gone. Um, so yeah, so we didn't poop there, we didn't break anything. So that is my defense of why we were not as bad as these tourists who broke into Machu Picchu. Okay, so. Voyages, uh, as my fellow prosecution, you will have to let us know whether you think that Christine's crime is as shitty as the other guys. Yes, tell me. I would love to hear your opinion, but I am in defense of myself that it wasn't. It wasn't as bad. I remember when we went back to Carl years later, this was probably end of 2013, and I remember you telling me this story. And Tikal is a beautiful uh, ruins. And I remember there was this section that you can go and see a part of the ruins but you can't go underneath the original tunnels. And I remember thinking, I'm actually going to try my luck as well. And I, this guy was like, no, you, can, you can't go past here. Like, oh, you sure? Can I just go in for a little bit? And he was like, mm, you know. Mm-hmm. I was like, a couple of bucks. He's like, yeah, go for it. So I actually went down. I don't know if you remember this. I do remember But I this. went into the tunnels and I got about maybe 50 feet into the tunnels and it was so dark and I got so scared and nervous because the tunnels are really small. The mines and they're are, bats. Yeah, the mines are little people. And, and there maybe spiders bats. and things like that. And I got in, it was pitch black and I got too scared and I left. <laughs> Chickened out. Did you ask for a refund? No, I just left and I was like, oh, cool. He's like, how was it? Oh, yeah, cool, cool. Great, good. Got, saw what I needed to, bye. Too tall, bye. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. So there you go. We've both broken into Tikal. Well, no, I didn't break in. Oh, well... I didn't break in. Per yeah, se. yeah. All right. Uh, mine in the news is pretty. Is it recent? I can't remember. It doesn't really matter. Mine in the news is actually no. Sorry, it is recent. It is well. It is and it isn't. You'll find out. My in the news is called. This is Captain Scorpion. Ooh, I like it already. So there might not be snakes on a plane. Well, actually, there are stories of snakes on a plane, but 
there is a hell of a lot of scorpions on planes these days. Mm. And so Mind the News is related to something, and I'm going to explain many instances. So I found this story originally because there was a guy recently this week who was found with 200 live scorpions going from Sri Lanka to China in his suitcase. Fucking hell. Live scorpions? Live scorpions. He had smuggled them in a suitcase in individual plastic boxes that had dividers and had them all stacked up in his suitcase. And they believe he was smuggling them to China for medicinal purposes to sell on the black market. Of course. Or things like that. So he was only fined $550. What the fuck? For smuggling. And some of these were- That's ridiculous. Some of these species were possibly endangered or something. Something to do with that. There are endangered scorpions? I mean, there's endangered everything, really. I guess. I don't know. That guy should have a way bigger fine. Can you imagine if those got loose? That would have been so traumatic for the passengers. If there were just like hundreds of scorpions running around the flight. Well, that is a very interesting observation, Christine, because this leads me to this phenomena that I found about scorpions on planes. Oh, no. So after looking at this story, it led me to an article. In December 2019, a woman was stung on a United Airlines flight flying from San Francisco to Atlanta. (gasps) By a scorpion. Ah. She first felt this uncomfortable stinging on her leg. She went to the bathroom and a scorpion fell out of her pants. Oh, my God. That is so terrifying. I can't. In February 2019, on a flight from Toronto to Calgary, a woman was stung on her back by a scorpion. Oh, my God. She felt a fluttering motion on her back and then a piercing pain. And she removed her jumper and found a four-inch scorpion on her seat. In Uh. February 2017... (laughs) From Houston to Calgary, a scorpion fell from the overhead compartment onto a man's head. I'm never flying again. I mean, this he, I'm, I'm road travel from here on out. Here's the best part. He picked the scorpion off his head and put it onto the tray. And then he went to pick it up again and it stung him. He went to pick it up again? I don't know. Why? He's a moron. Who knows? Jesus. In May 2017, a scorpion was spotted crawling out of a passenger's suitcase in February 2015... Who is bringing these scorpions on these planes? Man, I do not know. This I literally took me about five minutes to find these stories. There's probably a thousand more. What the In actual February fuck? 2015, from LA to Portland, a woman was stung by a scorpion. Okay, I, I mean, I'm never flying again. You do what realize that. What the fuck are scorpions doing I on planes? I can never step foot on a plane That's ever what again. Samuel L. Jackson's movie should have been. Yeah. Somebody get these motherfucking scorpions <laughs> off this motherfucking plane. Seriously. Oh, my God. So, But this made me think i have my own scorpion travel story you do do you remember so in december uh, sorry november 2018 i went to guyana Mm. in which is in south america it's on the northeast part little little unknown spot that a lot of people don't know amazing country side note great country Mm. and we saw scorpions when we're out in the wild as well as other all other crazy things and i went home I unpacked my bags. Oh, yes. I, I forgot put about this. all my clothes into the washing machine. And then when I pulled them out, a scorpion came out dead, obviously, because it had been through Thank God. a wash cycle. I guess that's how they get on the plane. But a scorpion was in my clothes somewhere, that in my is bag. terrifying. Little one, probably about maybe maybe an inch and a half. Ugh. I don't know how deadly it was. I think they're okay. Not like deadly, but venomous. Wow. Well, I guess there you go. They just hop hop into people's luggage and make it out. And you know what? What if the scorpions just want to see the world? 
What if they just want to do a little bit of traveling like you and me and are getting out? They Hashtag finally get on the plane. Traveler. And then somebody got, I mean, what do they do with the scorpions after they find them, find them on the well, plane? One person, the person who uh, got stung after they picked it up, they crushed that one under their foot. Mm. Other ones get captured, but I'm sure they just dispose of them. Yeah, probably. But isn't that crazy to think that so many instances where people were stung by scorpions on a plane? Yeah. That is crazy. It's crazy. It kind of makes me think of like a scorpion is finally saved up enough for his big trip and he kisses his family goodbye and he's got his little suitcase. I'm off to the free world. Off to the big city. And he's got his little passport and then he he's like, I'm going to take a little hitch on this lady's pants and then crunch. <laughs> oh my God. So yeah, so that is literally probably about five minutes of research and I found half a dozen stories of people being stung by scorpions on planes. Wow. So, yeah, if you've seen a scorpion on a plane, let us know. Yeah. I don't think I want to be researching that. That sounds terrible. Yep. That's in my, my in the news. Bananas. <laughs> so, who wants to go first today? Uh, you can go first. Okay. I can go first. I can go. Rock off. Okay. Here we go. We're both going paper. And Christine Bateman, you're up. Okay, let's do this. So I am starting off this story with, this is actually two similar stories put together. Okay. Well, one after Like a the transformer. Other. It's a transformer. It's a I don't know if I would, that would be my first analogy, but sure. We'll go, we can go with that. What's a Megatron? It's when transformers come together to make a bigger one. I don't think that's related to the story. Okay. It's not about Transformers, guys. Scrap not, it. Yeah. If you've tuned in listening to Transformers, uh, you can go. You this can go now. This is not a Transformers podcast. Sorry, guys. I hate to disappoint you. I know you might have picked up on a keyword and thought, Trans- are these guys talking about Transformers? Uh, you can go. If you're looking for Shia LaBeouf and Megan Fox, they're not here. Sorry, guys. I don't know where they are. Probably off doing something. Okay, so I'm starting off my story with a question because I don't have a title I never do. I actually tried to think of a couple titles, and I just didn't like them. Okay. I wasn't a fan. So my question is, have you ever been scammed abroad by paying more for something than you should have? This sounds like the start of an infomercial. <laughs> it's like a lawyer. Have you ever been scammed abroad? You speak to Christine Williams, the best in the biz. I am filing a class action lawsuit on your behalf. Contact me. <laughs> um <laughs> Well, I, it's you don't have to answer the question okay, now. Okay, ask again. Okay. Have, I ever been... have you ever been scammed abroad and paid more for something than you should have? Uh, probably in a market or something like that. Okay. Okay, like a lot more? Like, like... I mean, I've never had an Andrew Kimmel uh, experience. Andrew Kimmel? It was from last week's story where he had to pay oh. $300 for two beers. Okay, so this is actually really similar. Okay, so I've never had that experience. Okay, no. yeah. So if you didn't listen to last week's episode, what are you doing with your life? Go back, not right now, after you're done with this episode, and go listen. There you go. You crazy person. So basically in last week's episode, he went to a bar and got charged an outrageous amount. Don't tell for him just what happened. To Two, you don't know what it is. Two what? Two things. There two were two things, things he ordered. There's a lot bar. more to the story than that. There's way more to the story. That's a teeny tiny little bit. Okay. So this is a story um, of David the dentist. His David. name is David. He's from Winnipeg. He is the dentist. Okay. <laughs> He's the only dentist in Winnipeg. Yeah. I think maybe because we're in Canada now, like my Google searches are coming up with Canadian results because both of these stories are about Canadian people. Okay. So last month, a dentist from Winnipeg traveled to Costa Rica with his wife and daughter. 
beautiful family vacation. Costa Rica is considered one of the safest countries in Central America. Are you talking 2019? I'm talking about, the yeah, like December. last month. Okay. Yes. Very recent. Very recent. Very, very recent. Okay, so Costa Rica is considered probably the safest country in Central America. Correct, Your Honor. Would you agree? Correct, Your Honor. It's very popular for Americans. Yes, it is. And apparently Canadians. Unconfirmed, but Unconfirmed. probably. Unconfirmed. Well, we're going to go with that. Yep. Um, so you kind of get down there and you let your guard down a little bit. Oh, let your hair down. You're you on vacation, your baby. Down, David. Just let it flow, David. David's like, no fillings today. Oh, I'm going to eat sweets. I'm going to be a bad boy. Yeah, exactly. I don't really give a damn. He doesn't have to do any root He's canals. got Mars bars in his pockets. He's like, welcome, he, bring it on. Exactly. He's, he's good to go. So he is not expecting to be scammed, obviously. And he decides he's going to treat him and his family to a little naughty little dentist no-no, which is some ice cream. Oh, I was, I was wondering where this was going. I was like, when you said he's going to treat his family to a naughty little, I was like, this story's going real fucked up. <laughs> no, my God. That David is not that kind David of person. David takes his family to the strip club. No, David the dentist is a is a... I actually don't know anything well, about living... him, but he seems great. Okay, so he's living life on the edge. He's eating ice cream. He's yep. eating ice cream. Fucking so, what a what a guy. He's in Tamarindo. Yep. Which Beach is also town. called Tamagringo. Yep. Because it's very touristy. Been there, done that. So he buys two ice creams. He puts it on his credit card. Uh, and he checks the receipt when he pays for it. And it's for four thousand and fifty colones. Costa Rican colones. Sounds like a bargain. It's about nine dollars Canadian. Which for two ice creams seems expensive. Expensive, but yeah. But maybe they're really big. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then he, you know, he's eating his ice cream, has a great vacation, comes home. He's going to send this one to all the dents, the other dentists in Canada. Oh, look at me. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> he's going to send his picture of him eating an oh, ice cream. Oh, yeah. He's going to be like, oh, I was, look how naughty I was. I was a bad boy. Ooh, going to have to get a filling. So he gets home, uh, back to Winnipeg. He checks his credit card statements and he realizes that the ice cream vendor has charged him not 4,050 colones, but 4,050 US dollars. Well, he's got the wrong credit card if they didn't, okay. if they didn't so X that. That's about 5,285 Canadian. So obviously, he calls Scotiabank, his card company, and files a claim and tries to get a refund. Uh, the problem is that he put his PIN in. When he was getting the charge. So they considered a legit transaction. Oh, you're kidding no, me. No, I'm not kidding you. So he, I mean, he he thought it said colones. So that's why he put his pin oh, in and accepted the thing. racket. And it didn't, it wasn't. And so he's getting stuck with a $4,000 US ice cream bill. And now he owns the world record for the world's most expensive ice cream. Yes, he does. Congratulations, David. Wow. You never should have had the ice kick cream. in the balls. You bad, bad dentist. I mean, that's kind of karma for him. <laughs> it's a pretty intense karma. <laughs> Sorry, David. Yeah. He's going to have to do a lot of root canals to make that up. Actually, root canals, probably like one is like 10 grand. So yeah. they're so expensive. Damn. So he ha- it's been over 30 days now. He hasn't gotten a refund and he probably won't at this point. That sucks. Now, does this story remind you of anything that we have been through? Um, this was something similar to your parents in Mexico? No, although they did get scammed at the pharmacy. Do you remember when we were in 
Italy. I believe we were, I want to say we were oh, in Florence. Oh, the ice cream scam. Yeah. Yeah. We were in Florence and we not went. Not quite as bad as this. Definitely not that bad. But we went to this ice cream place and they served us a couple cones of ice cream. Yep. Big they, cones. Big cones, but had no prices. No prices. But you kind of figure, you know, what's it going to be a few euros per ice cream cone? Usually I Always think ice cream had been about three to four euros. Yeah. It's really consistent. Uh, so we got the ice cream and they charged us, how much was it? It was like thirty dollars. It was like thirty euros or something yeah. like that so like for the 50, two ice creams. Fifteen dollars an ice cream, which is insane. That's so expensive. It, so it was expensive. a scam. Oh, huge scam! And then when we looked up reviews for this ice cream shop, a bunch of people had said they had been scammed. I was outraged. I was like, "Are you like fucking serious?" And what are you going to do? You've already got the ice cream in your hands. It's melting it's all melting. over your fingers. You're eating it. You're lapping it up like a little baby, like a little kitten. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> it was delicious, but it was it was definitely a it was hustle. A huge racket. It was the racket. We'll put a link to the bad ice cream place. Yes, we will. Well, hopefully it's not there anymore. Hopefully but not. They had a lot whack. of reviews. When we actually went back and looked at it, we were like, "What the fuck?" Like I was tripping out. I was like, "Are you serious? Like, did something go wrong? What 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 the hell?" We went back and looked it up on Google, and it had so many bad reviews of people saying the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. Everyone was saying, fuck this place. They scammed me. They charged me this. Some people said they got charged more. Yeah. Some people said they got charged something like $40 for two ice creams. Well, imagine if you got like four ice creams for all your family. I think actually somebody said that. They they said they got a a whole family. I think it was a family of five. It would have been like a $75 bill. Yeah, I think it was more. It was crazy. Oh, man, yeah. what a place. What we'll, a fucking we'll, racket. We'll find it and we'll link it in the show notes. Fuck that and place. I, even if it's not doesn't exist anymore, I'm sure the reviews are on there, so you can check it out. So this seems like a pretty crazy story that probably doesn't happen very much, right? No. <laughs> Set you up for that one. Yes, Christine. This seems like it would never happen again. I would be completely surprised if you were ever to bring me another story that sounded exactly like it. Well, just you wait, Henry oh Higgins. Oh, my God. Okay, so another Canadian man, this time from Ontario. Those Canadians, they're Those too polite. Can- I know. He's probably like, oh, $4,000. You know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Yes, I'll pay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> so an Ontario man went to Jamaica with his family after Christmas of 2019. So it's very recent as well. They wanted to celebrate the new year at a resort, a Jamaican resort. Sandals, Jamaica. It might have been Sandals, Jamaica. They might have seen Michael Scott there. I don't know. Who knows? It didn't say what resort it was. I would love to go to Jamaica. Me too. Can someone send us two tickets to Sandals, Jamaica? Two tickets to Paradise? Yes, please. I mean, it doesn't have to be Sandals, but, you know. Yeah. Extra points. So he... Wanted to do a little bit of shopping with his fam, with the fam bam, you know, as you do. Mm-hmm. So they were taken by bus from their hotel to a gated shopping district. Sounds very fancy. In Oco Rios, or Ocho Rios, probably is Ocho how Rios. pronounce it. Yeah. Uh, do they speak Spanish in Jamaica? No, I don't know. Sounds very Spanish. He went to one of the stores, bought a couple of souvenirs. He bought a small vase or vase however you pronounce it, and some clothes for his daughter. He was told that the total was 7,500 Jamaican dollars or what? I don't know what the currency is. I'm not is. sure what the currency is. 7,500 Jamaicans. Jamaicans. Yeah. Jamaicans worth. Jamaicans worth. So that's about 56 US dollars. So already okay. kind of a racket. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. pretty expensive. Yeah. I've seen what he bought. It's It looks shit. It doesn't look shit, but it's like that stuff should be like $20. Yeah. 
it's fine. So <laughs> again, he, you know, had a great time. His daughter really enjoyed the outfit. There's a picture of her in the outfit at the resort. Oh, fantastic. They did the New Year's countdown. Woo, five, three, four, two, three, one. two, one. Happy New Year. Old Lang Syne, all that stuff. So when he gets back to Ontario, he is probably pretty cold because it's Canada. And he sees the credit card charge is for $7,500 U.S. dollars. Cha-ching. What's that? Ten grand. Seven thousand five hundred dollars, which is more than ten thousand dollars Canadian. Wow! What a trip. Can you even imagine? Oh my God! You get two things for ten thousand dollars. That probably will cost more than their whole trip. Did he get it back? So he gets in touch with the store owner by phone, and the guy agrees that he was overcharged and charged in the wrong currency. So the oh. store owner is like, "Yeah, totally. Oh wow! You actually were in the wrong currency." But it does not seem like this guy's going to give him a refund. Very quickly, he asked, you know, can I get a refund? And the guy did not say sorry. He didn't say, and like, he didn't accept, uh, he didn't accept responsibility. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he didn't take any blame. And it seems like he will not be getting a refund from the owner. Did the guy put his pin in again? Same again, thing? he oh, used his pin. And the credit card company is basically like, you're fucked. So he filed a dispute with Visa, but he has to wait four to six weeks to hear back. And they actually showed the receipt in a video, news video, and it does say U.S. dollars 7500 I mean, you wouldn't – you just really got to check. You really got to – You wouldn't gotta, expect it, you but you really got to check. You That's such a scam. Like you it's really, such a scam. I mean, it has to be a scam. The store owner knows how to put in the correct currency. It's a really ballsy scam though as well. To go for something that's literally like fifty dollars to ten thousand dollars. I know. More. I would figure try to figure out a way to sue that guy. He tries. Well, yeah. Good luck. Yeah. The guy's probably packed up his store. He's probably yeah, made more money that year than he has, like in that day, than He's he has in He's moving to Costa Rica with the ice He's cream like, guy. See ya. Yeah. So my travel takeaway from these stories is always check your currency on your credit card, which I never do. I must admit that I probably haven't been super. I wouldn't even think about that. No. But that is a good scam, and it seems like it's happening maybe more often. Maybe it's only happening to Canadians. I don't know. My only anecdotes are Canadian men. You Canadians look after yourself out there. <laughs> so watch out, guys. This is uh, something that's going around. So always check your currency if you're making purchases on your credit card. That is a great takeaway. Thank you. Because seriously, I mean, that could be the difference between... I mean, $10,000 for some people... I mean, it's a, it's a lot for pretty much everybody except for like Jay Z and Beyonce, but that could really fuck up your life. Yeah, ten thousand dollars. That's super that's a sad. lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Dentist was probably okay. The dentist is probably okay. Dentists make a good amount of money. Yeah, I don't know about Winnipeg dentists. I don't know. I don't yeah. know much about. Anyway, Winnipeg. either way, even if you could afford it, it's bullshit on principle. Yeah, even exactly. If it was ten oh, bucks. Like, that would keep you up at night. That would. Oof. I would probably fly back down. And, and deal with it personally. Although, yeah. although Jamaica can be pretty dangerous. And Costa Rica. And Costa Rica. You really don't want to mess with yeah. people. You don't want to mess with the wrong not person. Not your town, not your rules. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that sucks. Yeah, so he's kind of annoyed because he thinks that Visa should have alerted him that there was such a big well, charge on the, the card. How the fuck can you make a 10000 US dollar charge on your credit card while overseas? Surely that's right. like Visa must go... Regardless of if you put your pin in, you, you're probably being held at gunpoint. Yeah. Like, who's buying something for ten grand? Right. On their travels, 
That's insane. Totally. Out of what, a fucking gift store, you yeah, know? I know. So he thinks they should have alerted him. I think him, they should have as and well. And then he would have been able to go back to the store and say, like, okay, what the hell? I think they should have. Absolutely. Mm. They should have blocked that transaction. Yeah. Shame on you, Visa. Boo. Boo. That's why you always should have, like, a Chase credit card or something, because then you don't have to put your pin in, and they'll definitely give you your money back. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Uh, okay. Sorry, guys. Sorry, Canadian men. All right. You ready for my story? Yes. Um, well, yeah, I'm just thought I'd just take a little stretch break. I'm going to do a Christine. I'm going to have a tea oh, break. You're going to have a tea break. My main story today is called Mile Denied Club. Ooh, great title. Mm. You're so much better at the titles than I am. Yeah, no, it's become a thing now. It's, it's, it's a thing. The pressure's on, the pressure's on. My story is about a young girl called Demi Burton. And she's your not-so-average 20-year-old from Manchester. Demi or Demi? Uh, I'd say Demi. Lovato? I don't know. Demi not Lovato? No, Demi Burton. Okay. 20 years old from Manchester, United Kingdom. And they're going to say from Manchester United. From Manchester United. Football club. She is a soccer player and she (laughs) is great. You should check her out. They call it football down there or up there, over there. Over there. Um, So, so far we've talked... We have a story from people from Manchester, episode four, on a trip to Vegas. Things didn't turn out too well for those guys. And this story follows a bit of a similar trend. So I wonder if there's something coming out of Manchester that is making people difficult people on flights. Something in the water. Something in the water. Or something they've been drinking it anyway. She has been on holidays in Australia for three months. She was visiting Mm. family, I believe, over there. That's a long time. Yeah, you know, just on a bit of a holiday. I think she was visiting family. For three something. months? Wow. Well, she's probably traveling. Okay. Three months is not that long. Seems like a long time. But... I mean, we'll be in Canada for almost three months. That's true. There you go. Good point. She is heading back to Manchester on an Etihad flight in May 2019. So this story is from last year, but it's in the news at the moment because of something that recently happened, I believe. Now I'll tell you afterwards. I don't want to spoil it. But it's a busy flight. There is 260-odd passengers, and all is going pretty well in the first leg, presumably. Uh, from Australia to Abu Dhabi, but on the next leg, going from Abu Dhabi to Manchester, things started to get a little shaken up. Ooh. Demi had been drinking, and I mean drinking. Oh, Demi. Knocking back the red wines, and oh. she is she's getting pretty pissed at this stage. Oh, boy. And she's also starting to feel a little frisky. Oh. Wow. wow. So apparently she started to proposition a couple of men about whether they wanted to join her in the Mile High Club. Wow. Yes. Okay. She unleashed some crude comments to entice them, uh, and they kind of laughed it off and were like, ah. So she was sort of instigating Coming it. from Abu Dhabi? That's yeah. interesting. Okay. Well, no, it's just a stopover. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so they, so she was kind of propositioning them, like, you know, saying a couple of things, and they were like, ah, sort of laughing it off, and then she kept pushing it and pushing it. And then they were like, uh, okay. Girl, um, chill out. And, you know, she's actually relatively good looking. She's not that bad. We can put a picture of her <laughs> if you want to make the judgment call. Um, so these guys are like, not interested. They laugh it off. But she keeps going at them and she doesn't leave it there. She's starting getting rowdier and oh she's getting a little bit more into it. She's getting a little bit drunker. And at one point, a passenger asked her to be quiet and she turned around and she said, Shut up, you specky four-eyed bastard. Oh, and- <laughs> whoa. 
It sounds so English. It sounds very English. To call English. someone a specky four-eyed bastard. That is the most English insult I've you ever heard. You specky four-eyed bastard. <laughs> and other lewd remarks. So she's really sort of unleashed on there. And she's really starting to make a big scene at this stage. She's really starting to get drunk. And one of the cabin crew pe- people cut her off. Yeah, so they I make the think call. so. They're like, all right, I think you've had enough. There you go. But the other, I guess like maybe she got cut off by the front people, but the people at the back didn't get the memo. Okay. So she's able to sneak down to the people at the back and she's like, can I get another couple of wines? They're like, yeah. She gets another couple. She drinks those. Oh, but then Jesus. the communication gets back that like cut this bitch off. Yeah. So she officially gets cut off. But then she starts to lose it. And she starts demanding more booze. She yells that she wants to speak to the captain. And she also starts yelling. She's like, well, you might as well just land the plane now. Oh, my God. That is a quote as to what she said. Wow. So she's causing a scene. She gets up. She's kind of like shaking her fist and she's yelling and she's threatening people. And the cabin crew are trying to. Jesus. Yeah, Settle I know. down, Debbie. Oh, yeah, no, she's, she's, she's going for it. The cabin crew are trying to calm her down. And then she turns into a savage. She is headbutting people. Oh my god! She is kicking them. Oh and yes. And she is biting them. I can't believe we were not on this flight. I'm so sad. She's screaming, and she's basically just what an thrash- animal. She's thrashing about. And one person recalls her calling a cabin crew member an ugly cunt bitch. <gasps> <laughs> oh, Demi. So she's she's basically fucking losing the plot at this stage. So she's thrashing about anybody who like people are trying to restrain her because other people feel like their safety, you know, like there's families, people are sitting next to her, people are worried like there's this violent, aggressive person on the flight. So people are trying to physically restrain her and she's lashing out. She's head she headbutted a stewardess on the chin. Oh Jesus. She bit another stewardess on the arm. So she's she's becoming what a kind fucking of savvy. red wine was this? Who knows? Is that peyote in it? What the hell? So six cabin crew members and passengers are able to restrain the six? Dest- destructive Demi. And Holy shit. It says that, yeah, so some passengers were pitting on, uh, one passenger was bitten on the elbow and another headbutted in the process. Other people were headbutted, bitten, and they finally touched down and she was arrested. Thank at God. At the airport. But it took them Did a they- long time to restrain her. Did they touch down in their final destination? Yes. I think it's maybe an eight-hour flight. I think a few hours into the flight, she started really peaking, and then able to restrain her and, I guess, calm her down, and then finish the flight. But the last part, it was hectic. They must have some restraints on board or something. I'm sure they have those. I think they were able to restrain her, but then I think they were able to calm her down as well. I'm not exactly sure how that whole debacle finished in terms of that but Mm -hmm. basically she just went fucking ballistic and savage what a nut and so she got she touched down so they obviously police knew about her and when they touched down she was arrested straight off the tarmac for causing a scene and assault and in her defense she said that she'd been drinking because she said she was scared of flying oh what a terrible excuse so i was going to call this story fight or flight because it's literally That is her mentality there. Yeah. And the result of this was that she was jailed for six months. (gasps) Six months. I mean, you can't make a disturbance on an airplane. Like, don't do it on land, but not on a plane. She got jailed for six months for being drunk on an aircraft 
and five assault charges. What's the sentence for being drunk on an aircraft? I don't know, but if you, I, if, I should definitely be in jail for that. <laughs> if you remember, I guess it's if you're endangering people or something. Right. But if you remember our Vegas story on episode four, do you remember there were the four men that were going to Vegas for the bachelor party? Yes. And they all end up getting fucking shit-faced. Yeah. And they ended up in jail as well. Right. For threatening and, and things like that. So getting shit-faced on an aeroplane is a is a charge. Yeah, it makes sense. It's really dangerous. Yeah. So she got jailed. And so her defense lawyer said that she was very ashamed of her behavior. She was embarrassed. Yeah, sure she was. It was completely out of character. There was something about she... There was some defense about her family back home was, I don't know, she was very nervous about going back to them. They were kind of abusive and and rough on her or stuff like that. Hmm. And so she was feeling apprehensive about going back to them. So that's why she was drinking more. But regardless, the judge was like, pretty much, I don't give a shit. Hmm. So they were asking, the defense was asking for no jail time. And the judge was like, nope. Wow. Because he basically said, uh, so he threw six months at her and he said that the matter is too serious to be dealt in any other way than immediate custody. Where was she jailed? I'm assuming in the UK. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yikes. That is bananas. So my question to you is, do you think the punishment is too harsh? No, I don't think so. You've got to crack down on that kind of stuff. An airplane? You can't fuck around on an airplane. That's like one of the most, that's like rule number one. Don't fuck around on an airplane. She also, aside from being a danger on the plane by being drunk, I mean, she physically assaulted people. Yeah, exactly. She got five charges of assault and one yeah. of being drunk on an airplane. So, right. I mean, she bit someone, she headbutted someone, she kicked someone, like multiple yeah. people. Mm-hmm. So that's assault. Yes. There's it's no assault. other way to look at it. There you go. What assault. would you do in that situation if you're a passenger? Film immediately. Just grab the camera. Get that TikTok rolling. Well, maybe not TikTok, but I would definitely be filming that because that is that would some go prime time shit. I'm really sad. Sell that to the newspaper. That. Definitely. Oh my god, the UK tabloids—they're like something so like the, trashy. The Daily Mail. Daily or Mail. The Sun. They would love that if it was a famous person. I would get paid like a million dollars for it. But would it's... you be somebody to help restrain? No way. I'd be all over that. You could do it. I, I mean, what? who am I going to restrain? Nobody. I might like, be able to restrain a child. Count. And you'd be like, oh, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. Get her a drink. Yeah, whatever. Have this bottle. I don't care. Okay. Uh, what about the proposition? Would you take up the proposition? Of sleeping with this lady on an airplane? Well, maybe not her. Uh, no, thank you. Have you seen an air, airline bathroom? Are you kidding me? <laughs> They're filthy. I that- do not want to spend any more time in there than I need to. No, thank you. No, thank you. My travel takeaway from this story is that I've got three things. Uh, the first one is know your limits when drinking on a plane. Yes. My second one is if you are an anxious flyer to get some prescription meds. Mm. And my third one is if you're horny, bring a vibrator. On an airplane? Yeah. What if it goes off in security? <laughs> they're like, ma'am, you're brought a bomb. Ma'am, what is that thing ticking? <laughs> you all, I feel like you always uh, hear stories about, wasn't there? Some, I mean, you could take the batteries out. I weren't guess. we just talking to someone about a story about that? Where their friend, somebody put a big uh, vibrator in their friend's bag. I don't know, but there's a video of that that went viral recently of somebody who did that, and they they had to search the bag, and some somebody's friend did it. Somebody's friend oh, yeah, did that's, it to that's them. That's the story I'm talking yeah, about. Who t- yeah. Someone told us that story. I don't know, but there's a video of What's it. What's the story? And her again? picture. There's a video of this woman whose bag gets searched at the airport, 
and the guy is like opening it and he like takes out a vibrator or some like a sex toy or something and she's like and he's just like oh my god and she's like oh my god and she she which is like you can't pack somebody's bag like they take that shit very seriously but i think they both thought it was pretty funny that this guy pulled out this vibrator and was like oh shit and she was like what the fuck ma'am did somebody pack your bag uh no i packed it myself well what's this big bad boy (laughs) oh god it's funny i mean i prefer to be caught with that than a scorpion in my bag that's true oh scorpion or 200 live ones yeah i can't believe somebody brought 200 live scorpions that's so many scorpions how big was their bag uh it was like a suitcase wow think about uh kind of like a jewelry separator or something like that with little individual sections Mm -hmm. and they're all stacked in there Oh, poor scorpions. What about... Just leave the scorpions alone. I think it was story episode one or two. There was a story about someone who brought 500 turtles. Yes, the baby turtles. The baby turtles. Yeah. Who got rescued. Yes. I'd love to get an update on the baby turtles if anybody has an update. I'd love to get an update. Oh, sorry. I was going to say I'd love to get an update on this girl. The reason why she's in the news is because I think she just got jail time recently. Uh. So I think... So this story goes back to May... 2019, but it's all in the news at the moment this week because, or like last week, but very recently this year, because I think she was just recently given jail time. Mm. So I was trying to find her on Facebook and I was trying to find, I was like, I want to know more about this person. There is a very classy photo of her outside the courthouse giving the- Really? Giving double, uh, I realize no one can see me. Uh, (laughs) I I was giving Christine the double finger, the double bird, both hands. Do, 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 do. Waving them in the air, Waving going up and down. Yeah, there is a photo, a very classy oh photo my of her. Gosh. That's all the courthouse, basically being like, double go and fuck yourself. Which doesn't seem to me like somebody who seems very embarrassed. Maybe she wants to be an Instagram star like Bad Baby. Bad Baby. This is a Cash Me Outside girl. I if mean, you don't she, know who that is, don't worry about it. She could capitalize on this. Yeah. Bad flight girl. Bad flight girl. Bad flyer. Horny flyer. Oh my God. That's oh my so God. funny. Yeah, but know. anyway, she's got six months in jail to think about it. Think about what you did. Think about what you did. And then uh, if you ever hear this episode, reach out to us. Yeah, we'd love to Or if you know on. Demi Burton, uh, we would love to have you on the podcast. That would be great. Honestly, it would be amazing. Or Demi Lovato. Or Demi Lovato. Or Demi from The Bachelor. Or Demi Moore. If you know any Demis, send them our way. If your name is Demi. Then hit us up. Hit us we up. We want to know who you are, what you're about. Perfect. And how would they hit us up, Christine? Uh, they can contact us on social media at Not So Bon Voyage or hashtag Not So Bon Voyage. That's it, guys. Drop us a message or you can find us on our website at Not So Bon Well, it's not at, but the website is www.notsobonvoyage.com where you can find the show notes for all our episodes. You can find links. You can find photos. Oh, so yes. All the things we talk about. With my story, there's a photo of the guy holding up his vase, his... Uh, $10,000 vase that he bought in Jamaica. The one you said was ugly. Yeah. It was not ugly, but I just can't even imagine it was supposed to be like 50 bucks or something. Yeah. But he's looking very sad. So I'll put that up on the show notes. The most expensive vase he's ever bought. Yes, indeed. Yeah. He probably broke it. Okay. <laughs> Smashed it. I think that's it for today's episode. Yeah, but we really want to share your stories, our dear Voyagers. So yes. please send in stories on social media, through our website, whatevs. Yeah. Carrier pigeon. We've got a few stories. Uh, we've got some good stories from hostels, and we have some more of those, but we took a little break from those because we did do some hostel episodes back-to-back, mm. and I think people really enjoyed the hostel-themed episode. Okay. So I think I'm going to save the hostel stories we have for a hostel horrors part three. 
Mm-hmm. But yeah, if you've got any stories, send them in. Yes, We'd love to do. tell them. And I think that pretty much wraps up this week. We're a bit early this week, but hey, you know, sometimes you just finish up early. <laughs> it happens to everybody. <laughs> it happens to everybody, guys. It's uh, absolutely no problem of your own. If it does happen more uh, often than not, maybe it's possible it's time to see someone. But, you know, sometimes we just get excited and we finish up early. And remember, if you've ever been scammed abroad and paid something too much for something, please contact me. I am filing a class action lawsuit. Christine will represent you. You I'm know that she has I'm a pretty great, good. She has represented herself already today on the podcast uh, in her defense as to breaking into Carl the mind ruins of Guatemala. Is she guilty or is she not? Hit us up on the Meads. And we will catch you next week for another episode from Canada because we're here for another few months. Remember, if you're in Vancouver, only get in contact with us if you're interesting and (laughs) if you are currently in the town. And only get in contact with us if you have a good story that we can tell on our podcast. Absolutely. Otherwise, just listen from afar. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, guys. It's been great. Another episode. Remember to... Stay safe on the road. And And if if you're not, not, make sure you tell us about it. I thought it was going to be one of those things where you go back and forth. All right, guys. Peace out. Peace. Bye, bitches.